we start to work with everybody else, but we have a connection and now we are ca capable of, of knowing them as, as people will know each other, right? To, to address their, their needs or their, be with them when they, are, they have a joy and be with them when they have a struggle. Hi there, it's WAMC News Director Ian Pickus. On this episode of the WAMC News Podcast, we bring you the last part of our special series on the anniversary of the war in Ukraine. The invasion shocked the world a year ago and motivated people across the globe to send donations and money to Ukrainians in need. WAMC's Lucas Willard met two figures central to the relief effort in the capital region. This is a respirator, you know, that if people cannot breathe. I don't know myself many of those things. <laughs> St. Nicholas's priest, Father Michael Myshuk, sifts through boxes containing medical equipment, but the stack on the folding table against one wall pales in comparison to what it used to look like here. Myshuk pulls up his phone to show a photo of the church basement completely stuffed with supplies that took months to sort out and send overseas. It took maybe till June, so from, from uh, until we kind of cleared a little bit. Uh, and, and then, you know, gradually, well, because less, less donations, we were able to kind of ship everything. And, and now every, every two weeks. So this is already, we send on Monday, we're starting building up again, you know. The church was assisted in gathering donations by the Ukrainian American Cultural Center, also in Waterbelit. When serving as first vice chair of the Cultural Center a year ago, Peter Phil created the Facebook group 518 Ukrainians. The social media page has more than 1,500 members and is still receiving daily posts. It's helped organize fundraisers and donation drives, coordinate living spaces for refugees, and just allowed community members to share their grief over the war. Phil says when the group was first started, the thought of finding a way to help was daunting. People need to have a voice. They need to be able to share their opinions, share what's going on, have their, uh, have their feelings uh, you know, shared. Um, and not shut down. You know, I, I felt that that was really, really important. Um, and to have that platform was, was really crucial, I think. Father Myshuk has a sister and two brothers that live in Ukraine. Phil has extended family in the country. To date, the church and community center have raised about a million dollars. That money has helped purchase supplies directly impacting Ukrainians in conflict, including vehicles. Myshuk did not expect the level of support that he's seen over the last year. It's not only the our Ukrainian, Ukrainian our church, but it's it's from the local churches, Ukrainian churches, and a lot of it was people that I met first time. You know, many people, a huge amount of people that came. I would know that you know wanted to help uh, Americans, all kinds of nationalities, races, and and ages. So it was. It was, you know, it was really uh, an experience for me uh, personally, uh, and I, you know, and I, at this, that time, being a man of faith, I could see, you know, how God works miraculously in this case. During the Lenten season, the church is launching another push for supplies. Right now, the focus is on medical equipment. What was once a huge logistical challenge, sending supplies overseas, has become a routine exercise. 
Phil says he and Father Myshek now know where the stuff is going. Every other week, between 40 and 50 boxes are collected and sent to central hubs, hospitals, and sometimes the front lines. We're shipping boxes. We, we've got a direct connection. They've got a link to our church. You know, they see the personal message. Um, we know we're making an impact. You know, it's not just generic and it's not just floating out there. We know that, you know, those supplies are getting to where they need to be. I just would like to add, you know, that now we're not only addressing the needs because it just takes a little time to, to you know, get fulfilled the needs. We're trying to, to kind of project what the need might be. I know that if, if it's fall, we know the winter is coming, that we know what the winter will uh, present, you know, whenever, when, when it's winter, we have a, a fall, you know, the spring is coming. So we try to project the needs that that will be there uh, in next month or two, sort of, you know, as much as we can. And then we address, of course, the needs that is immediate uh, if we can if we can do that. Just before the anniversary of the war in Ukraine, a devastating earthquake killed tens of thousands of people in Turkey and Syria. Myshek says the Ukrainian community in the capital region now has the knowledge to assist the burgeoning earthquake relief effort. Now we will see the Turkey and the Syrian community, so we'll see what we can, you know, you know, how can we be useful for them and be helpful for them. So it's not like it, it, we start to work with everybody else, but we have a connection and now we are capable of, of knowing them, as, as people will know each other, right, to, to address their, their needs or their, be with them when they, are, they have a joy and be with them when they have a struggle. With no end in sight to the war in Ukraine, Phil and Father Myshuk are determined to keep the relief effort going, and after the war comes reconstruction. Russia has been trying to destroy Ukraine's culture, Ukraine's history for ages now, and... Um, and Ukrainians will stay strong and they will stay resolute and continue to uh, defend what is theirs. Um, and the hard part is going to be the reconstruction. You know, that is always going to be the toughest part. Right now we're going through, we're going through hell. You know, a lot of Ukrainians have, have, have perished um, saving their country, trying to save their country. And... Um, the reconstruction is probably going to be the next big hurdle, um, hopefully, when this, when this all ends. To hear WAMC's entire news series on the war in Ukraine, visit WAMC.org. Okay, that does it for this episode of the WAMC News Podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks to Lucas Willard for his reporting. Until next time, I'm Ian Pickus.